dial that we trust. And as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Pavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. gonna take a while to get used to yeah jesus i can hear from here that's that's why i'm looking the way i am Uh, if i'm gonna turn if i get rid of that guy oh wow all right anyway good talk y'all this is uh the 59th installment of zilos dial here on powered by allnoiseradio.com my name is sir michael james dupaul 
Sitting to my left is the ravish, ravishing, lovely, drop-dead, killer gorgeous Wendy Luafarismo. Oh, let's, let's throw in sun-kissed, too. Sun-kissed. Melanoma-covered, sun-kissed beauty that she is. Wendy Lou oh, no, Afarismo. Give it up for her. Give it up for her. Uh, and then sitting across from us is my chocolate brother <laughs> from another mother, T. Sterling Watson. Did you say that any whiter? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm doing, my, doing my extremely retarded white voice. Watched a little too much Chappelle show last night. So. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, good morning, ladies. I like him. He's funny. Good morning to you. Oh, this is so weird. All right. Yeah, it is weird. We're not going to let this take over like we did Saturday. Yeah. We have to uh we have to run a professional professional uh greased, uh, broadcast greased or... wheel of a show. What happened Saturday in case for those that don't listen to the explicit episodes? Um it was Spanish, a cluster F. The Spanish station is is uh what's the word? It's bleeding it's, through the wires. It's and, raining on our parade. Yeah, well, you can't hear it on the, um, on the on our show, but we can hear it on our headphones, and it's a lot louder than it was before. Yes, it's, it's Bomba ninety seven point one FM. Wouldn't that be funny if it was? Bomba. Yeah, it would be. The towers in Hartford, I believe. Well, I finally found out through Art that these are relay t- towers. So wherever the station is, they're being right. relayed over here. And well, anyway, we're there's a guy over uh, <laughs> trying to fix stuff, and he's going to switch stuff back from whatever he said, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But you know, We're getting uh, 24-7 of uh, Gloria Estefan. And uh, <laughs> what's that? Oh, Ricky Martin. I don't know any others. Living La Vida Loca? Living La Vida Loca. Chica Bonbon? Chica Bonbon, Chica Bonbon. Yeah. Rico Suave. What's yeah, a, what's a Gloria Estefan song? I don't know. The rhythm's gonna get you. The rhythm's the gonna um, get you. Um, I can be your hero, baby. Oh, Enrique Iglesias. Enrico. Henry. Enrico Iglesias. We made fun of my mom so bad that she doesn't like him anymore. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah when we were younger. Why? She was big she into him? She that song over and over. That I oh, can Jesus. be your hero, baby. The couple of little kids in the back seat. That's torture. <laughs> Yeah. I know all the words. Don't test me. So uh I've got I've got a a um a bevy of oh, wow. uh, of stuff planned for today. Wow, that's but a I lot. do know one thing. Um I, I just want to say this really quick. It's gonna be coming up in the, the next segment, uh Mad Men recap. But uh I just wanna say to uh the godfather of Chinatown who has told me uh since the this season began that they need to step up their game. Mm. The game must be stepped up, and I don't know about that. I've been pretty impressed with every episode that's come down the pike so far, especially this past one. So you want to get straight to that and get it out of the way? No. Oh, okay. I want to wait. All right. But I just want to say to the godfather of Chinatown that you need to step up your game. They, Matthew Weiner's doing all right by, as far as I'm concerned. Godfather of Chinatown. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's... Would you say gently? <laughs> no. He's an actual. He's the Godfather. He's like he's like a real Guinea Dago Wop Godfather, but he lives in Chinatown There's rather than in a rather than in a South Philly. He relocated up to Chinatown. Mm. Well, jumping back to the whole Spanish station thing, I wrote something down uh, last week that's going to use for last week's show. Uh, I'm just going to go off of what I had for last week's show since we didn't yeah, really talk maybe about. Maybe I'll anything. do that too. Um, well, Latin- I did it all. <laughs> <laughs> you did? No. Oh, about well, to say. I didn't have much. It was just a bunch of BS. 
Latin people that we didn't, or at least I didn't know, were actually Latin or Latinas or Latinos. Yeah. Um, so I just wrote down a list of the ones that I, I I was surprised by, or I never thought about. That you didn't know that they were Latin? Yeah. They were Latino? Because it started with um, Madeline Stowe, who we talked about before, because um, you said she was a good actress, and I said that Get she's on the show. Get out of here. Yeah. She, she's of Latin descent? She is. She is half Costa Rican and half oh, British. So her daddy was Stowe, then an uh, Englishman. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, squinting, not sure who Madeline Stowe is. I don't know who she is other than revenge. I, I don't know. She's, what else uh, is. you've seen, um, uh, 12, is it 12 monkeys? Yeah. 12 monkeys. Oh, really? Yeah. She's in that. She's wow. the doctor. I haven't seen that in such a long time. I need 12 to monkeys. Um, the, uh, you know who else that I just learned? Cause I, I kind of adore her. She took uh, judge Wapner's spot in the people's court. Okay. Uh, Judge uh, one? Milan, Judge. Uh, she's yeah. a fiery redhead. I can't yeah, think of her the first one that's name. Always like, <laughs> she's of uh, Cuban descent. <clears throat> oh, really? That's why she's so fiery. Mm. Mm. And she and she really like she brings out the uh, that uppity accent really well. She doesn't mm. take any bullets like when from she anyone. does the. <laughs> Radio people can't see what he was doing, but you know the whole uh... finger wag. Finger Don't wag you and that finger at me. wag of the finger, and but the she's neck. got she's got real long skinny fingers and she points them and they're like they're like the wicked witch of the west's fingers. Point that finger at me, I'll snap it. Oh, you'd Ooh. never want to say that to no. Judge Million. No, I would. I don't want to do that. Um, Judge, what's her first name? I don't know. I would have to look it up. Probably there's something. That we talked about her once before. I got a bag. Judge. Uh, starts with a B, ends with an H. Ooh. 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 Ooh, you're feisty. You're so feisty. You don't have any Latin blood in you either? No. No? She's of Cuba. Cuban descent. Judge Milian. Oh, I'll I'll find it. Go on with your bad self. I'll I'll find it somewhere. (laughs) We also have uh, Louis Louis C.K. Who's that? He's a comedian. Um, He is half Irish, half Mexican. Maryland. Maryland Milian. Yeah, it is. Uh, He was born in Mexico. He's fluent in, in Spanish. Because he, he lived there. In Irish? In Irish, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, he looks like your typical Irish loaf. He does, but he's half-blooded Mexican, and um, he lived there for seven years, I guess, as a kid. <clears throat> so, yeah. That's... I love I love Louis. Have you ever seen his show? I haven't watched his... On FX? I haven't watched his new show, the one he has now, Louis. Just Louis, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Louis, um, Louis, Louis, That one's on Louis Netflix, Louis. so I will watch it that at some point. Oh, whoa, say that we gotta go. You guys know what song I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I do. Kingsman? Yeah. Louie oh. Louie, that's the name of it. I think that's the same song he was singing, oh, I think. Okay. No, Louie 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 Louie. Maybe not. It's like a Bee Gees song. No. Yours, I, I'm trying to think of. I, I think know I know what it. I like. You can't understand like any of the words in the song. Yeah. You can sing whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this next one. Um, maybe you do. I don't know. Alexis Bledel. That name sounds familiar. She played in um, Gilmore Girls. Alexis. Oh, the little whiny girl. She was also one of the girls in um, the... um, Rory. I don't know the character's name, but... uh, Disappoint me, Stuart. I know. The mom or the daughter? (laughs) The daughter. Yeah. Uh, What is that? Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. She was also Uh, in that movie, too. But the movie that stood out for me... Isn't that the Yaya? No, that's Yaha. Yaya Sisterhood or whatever. Oh, that's a different movie? It's a different movie. Oh. I think the packaging looks the same, though. I think there's, like, yellow flowers and blue jeans. Yeah, yeah, sisterhood. Um, She's also in Sin City, which is one of my top movies. Sin City? 
Yep. Oh yeah. You're a big she's fan of that. I am. What? I am. Yeah. I like really. That movie a lot too. I just like. You do? It. What? You do? Yeah. Except the first time I saw it, it really confused me, because this sounds really dumb, but I didn't understand that it was going to be like three different stories. Mm-hmm. So mm. I was trying to connect them all with each other, and I'd get, I'd be like, this doesn't mm. make sense. But then. After like it ended, I was like, "Oh, now and I understand." You would have loved this uh, past again. Sunday's episode of Mad Men, then. No way. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into no, it. Like, I'm, I'm um, just to let you know, there is a sequel on the way. <clears throat> Sin City Two. Yeah. I think I heard you know, that. The only thing I liked yeah, about that movie is how uh, Elijah Wood was all blacked out. Oh, all you saw was just his yeah. glasses. That was pretty cool. I mean, just the whole. The visual style of it, I just thought was amazing. To, and, to be honest with you, I just after I watch something with him in it, get sick of seeing his his weird little <laughs> nose. So like, this was a great movie because I I think he's a he's a fine actor, mm-hmm. but uh, him blacked out like that. Does he, he dies right? Yes. So he won't be returning. Well, his spirit. The way that it's a comic um, book. They you, can do whatever they want. Yeah, it's a comic yeah. book. So and plus, it wasn't in a craziness. chronological order anyway. Yeah. So there's characters that had died, and then you saw, see them later in the movie. Yeah, that right. confused me too. Right, that's that would confuse me. Really yeah. confused me because that meant that's when I thought it was like the same story. Right, and like I'd be like, "Why are you alive?" Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but it makes sense now. You it's gotta good. Give it a, you got to give that movie a chance. You though. do, you do. Because if you do. watch it and you're not you're really so paying do. attention, <laughs> it's like. Um, <clears throat> David Blaine, Puerto Rican. David, David Blaine. Blaine. The, oh, David Blaine. Yeah. The magician. The magician. The magician. He made himself uh, hallucinate. No, uh, gra- levitate. Thank you. David Blaine. Bites David- quarters. Um, is he the one with the crazy magic. hair? No, not really. Who's, who's, there? who's, the, who's the one with that wild hair? Chris Angel. Chris, Chris Angel, Angel, yeah. Yeah. He's actually pretty normal looking. He just comes up to you, hey, you want to see something? I'd be like, no. Hey, you want to see something cool? And just whip out his yang. That's kind of cool how he does that, though. Yeah, um, he's, I guess, half Puerto Rican. I don't know what the other half is. It didn't say. And the last one that was most surprising to me is Snooky. Snook, Snook. Yeah, yeah that, doesn't, that doesn't really surprise she's me, though. She's Italian, though. She's adopted by Italian-Americans, but so she was she born no in Chile. she Italian blood in her? Chile. Yes, not. She was born in Chile. <laughs> you, know, you know who else is from Chile? She's adopted? Yep, she's adopted by Italian-Americans. She's so spoiled. Yeah. Who else is from Chile? Gustavo Fring. Oh, Okay. I don't know if you've gotten to I, that yet. N- no. You're such a loser. <laughs> this is a Breaking Bad reference? Yeah. Okay, that's what Why? I thought. I need you to catch up because this summer... Well, I, I have to wait awesome for... Um, off the chain. I know, I know it will be. This is going to be the last one. But, the but last, they're going to split The last season is going to be split. So. The news is, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're going to do uh, six, 16 episodes. They're going to split it. They're going to pull out Sopranos. Yeah. That's annoying. They're going to give you... Going to give you eight this summer, and then who knows? They haven't even released like an actual date that it, they they said July. I think well, I'm waiting for them to put season three on. Was it season three? What was the last season? That last season three or last four? Two four. <laughs> so you've seen up to four? No, I'm in the middle of season two. Oh Jesus! Because I'm I'm just no jumping all around. Gustavo I'm jumping all around all Gustavo these different Fring. shows. I uh, recently started Weeds, and then I'm watching this other show called Code Monkeys. Dude, um, give, lay, monkeys? Off the, lay off the Code weeds, Monkeys. Dude. Huh. Are they all different colors, and they all, like, open doors, depending on what color they are? Yeah, sort of. Kick, kick, I'm just going to leave it like that. Kick Weeds to the curb and start watching Nurse Betty. Or Nurse Betty. <laughs> I was thinking of Fat Betty. Uh, Nurse Jackie. Betty. Nurse Jackie. Jackie. Nurse Ugly Jackie's Betty. phenomenal. Nurse Betty is a movie, too. Oh. Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty. Um... 
which was an yeah, that's all I had. Just had those five. There's other ones on the list, but I didn't know who they were. No, oh, that's intriguing. So, yeah, no, it's always surprising sometimes because you know, um, the, it is it is a uh, like a cl- uh, like not class. Um, it's like racial warfare in 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 the Latin world in Central America and South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your skin color. Um, you know, there's there's an upper echelon type who have the lighter skin, the lighter skin Latinos. Um, and when I say Latinos, I mean anybody from Mexico, Latin, Latin America, America, and South America. You know, the darker you get, the more, you know, kind of like... And actually, when I was going to uh, college in New York, there was a, a, a fairly sizable amount of, uh, I'll just call them black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't African Americans, and one of them was actually shocked that I was I wasn't African American. I wasn't like uh, from... Oh, where was she from? One of the islands, like the, the, one Caribbean. Of the Caribbean islands. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, oh, you... I think a lot of people are surprised, surprised by that. that. Even um, uh, coastal South America and Central America, it's all black people. And, you know, they're, they ended up there due to the slave trade. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just being so close to the sun. It's funny, though. You know, we, me and my family a couple of years back went on a cruise. We went to uh, the Cayman Islands. Uh, we went to Honduras. Belize and Cozumel. It's funny. I mean, if if you can picture it on a map, um, Honduras and Belize. Okay, you know, yeah, they're both um, Atlantic coastal uh, Central America, and uh, you know, no typical what you'd consider uh, South American looking people. It's mm-hmm. all black people. And uh, then you get to Cozumel, which is an island off the coast of Mexico, and they look like Mexicans. Mm. It's like it's it's like. There was no, uh, there was no um, overflow from the, the slave trade that ended up in Mexico. It's all the islands and, like, Central America mm. and into South America as well. It's funny. Mexicans look like Mexicans. You get into Central America, everybody's black. <laughs> yeah. well, I should fit right in other than not knowing the language. So. Well, uh, yeah. What can you do? People are people to me. True. Oh, we're we're all we're all those type of people are people people too. So, but, <laughs> but like, I I, yeah, I know. Really, I wish I wish I didn't have to refer to people as black people. You know I what I mean? Really like, really hard time like telling where people are from. Anyway, yeah. I like I don't know. So do I, and I feel bad. Like, or like I maybe that I don't want to ask. Yeah, I don't ask, but I don't necessarily feel like I should be bad because I'm just looking at you as a person, not mm-hmm. where you're from. I don't. Well, think it's that funny too because if like you know, if people have been listening to this show since day one. And we never put pictures on Facebook and never, you know, address the fact that Sterling is a lovely black man. Most people wouldn't know that he's a black man. Right. People were surprised that I was. Mm. Or am. Which was a surprise to me. And then when I I heard this from certain people, I was like, yeah, I guess you could... You know, because I've always known him as a black man, because I've known him in the flesh. Because you've, yeah, you've seen me, you know, before we even in started. the flesh, in the flesh. Never heard him, just saw him. <laughs> he was Never always he was the quietest guy in my class, but I always knew. I had this feeling that I would, I would, stay in touch with him out of anybody, even though we never spoke really all, the entire time we were in class. Because uh, he was so quiet, I was afraid that if I went up to him, like he'd be scared of me. I'm an observer. Yeah. Watch out for the quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It's very scary. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's funny. I just, I knew he was probably the most interesting, um, 
Because I like person to be mysterious. Of everybody. I like to tell everybody. Right. And I like, I like doing the Mysterioso thing, too. So, you know. And you pull it off well because sometimes when we don't know where you are, I'm like, oh. You know, the CIA. Yes. The I CIA know. I think I racket. come off as a lot nicer than I really am. <laughs> oh, the audience, so the nice audience loves you. And... You were a... Uh, you were a sarcastic mean. You were a miraculous step up from Carolyn. I did a good job by spotting you out the window and saying, you know what? She's going to be the next girl on this show. And sure enough, I went... And she started talking my ear off about it was her birthday, which I could care less because hey, I didn't 20, even know her. I'm like, hey, the only reason I birthday. came out here to smoke a cigarette with you, thank God you smoke cigarettes, is uh, you'd be great for our show. It was my 21st birthday, though. That's important. She could have been the worst radio personality in the world, and I wouldn't have known it. Mm. And I would have just been like, hey. We just took a random shot. Yeah. And, you know, We're like, all right, there goes the black guy enthusiast. And there goes, oh, look at that cute girl. Maybe she'd do well. You know, because we had to give Carolyn the boot. Carolyn, the producer, didn't produce much of anything. It's 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 long enough now where I can okay, talk about okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. You think she's ever going to listen to this? No. Or any of her posse? Going to go back and report that we're talking smack about her? She she was good every now and again, but mm-hmm. you know, when she was gone, I heard many many of folks say, "Thank God," because her little two cents here and there was just annoying and just Ed like Times, so yes. you know. Just like, like, just <laughs> unnecessarily like smug and like, you know, we were all a bunch of weirdos and she was Mrs. Perfect. But outside of that, she was an okay person. I don't think I'm perfect. I know I'm perfect. Just throwing mm. that out there. And as I always say, my opinions are <laughs> fact. So. Right. Well, no, she was one of those girls, you know, like, and, and, and she was the first person I ever talked to about doing a show. And like, just because I thought she handled herself well with a lot, yeah, with plate. the final organizational, yeah. you know, I knew that maybe she'd be the one to fill out paperwork if we had to fill out paperwork, so I wouldn't have to do anything like that. <laughs> but like, you know, in the beginning, I think we all like, I mean, I did anyway. You know, I, I went above and beyond trying to be a little, little off kilter, you know, to to spice things up because we had no idea what. We had an idea as to what direction we wanted the show to go into, but we with, all the, with all the people us. that were involved in the show, who right. knows what direction it was going to take? Because there was a lot of people involved in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was always the one who was just like so flabbergasted with the weird ass things that I would say. You know, it's like, eh, get over yourself. Well, hey, I will say one of it was kind of weird when you had the random questions about which way we wipe. Like, whoa, okay. Yeah. That's a bit too much. Yeah. But it was good though. That was that was that was that was a. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I would have saved that for a Saturday show, but we weren't we weren't doing that. Yeah, before. true, so, true. Yeah, that was a little. That was a little. Uh, it was a bit much risque. Uh, to, to to like for a new new thing. Is this the magic thing? Oh yeah, I was I was handing that over to you, but I wasn't sure if we were doing our Mad Men. But that's probably next. Yes. Next. All right. Oh, I can't wait. I'm creaming in my pants over it right now. That probably is a Saturday comment. Probably as well. yes. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I also just like the looks when he's been giving to you today. Too. Oh really? You've been yeah. giving me. You've been giving <laughs> me looks like that the whole time. Not necessarily that one, but um. Oh, that's all right. I'll just make I eye contact. Notice, I don't notice my looks. All right. 
Yeah, same same for me. And I don't know about them until like someone like my mother says like these looks that you give they remind remind her of uh, Jim from The Office because he has like classic yeah, looks. The Jim. I had the gym a teacher looks. call my dad once because of the <clears throat> look I gave him. Gave the teacher. Yeah, well, gave her a, a sinister, mm. sinister look. I gave him a look that could kill. Right. Like you've been giving. Has she been giving me looks to kill? Not necessarily. More like questionable. You'll like, know if I'm looking at you. Like, I won't kill you. Yeah. That one's pretty obvious. But I. And it's also the fact that I'm mad at him for some reason. I don't remember. Probably some stupid stuff. But uh, yeah. And I, mad at me or mad at the teacher? No, the teacher. Oh. And I think maybe it's just my opinion, but the lighter the eyes, and you have very bright eyes, they're beautiful too. But they're just like. <laughs> Very they have beautiful. a way to, I don't know, give an icy stare and kind of almost kill. Icy. Because I, <laughs> I knew a girl back like in elementary school. And elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> and she gave this one kid this look, and it was like. Did it knock him over? I don't know. It could have killed him. Eh? It almost killed me just because I happened to be in the, in the area. Like if there was like laser beams that came out. I, 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 always, wanted yeah. to, I always wanted to do that in a movie. Have have a look, knock somebody down. Mm. Literally knock somebody down. Yeah. I've never been a good hider of when I'm angry. Everybody always knows when I'm angry. Mm. I can't I can't help it, and I think it's because of my eyes, because I can just feel them getting like, like setting on fire. Mm, yeah. Like they get. Like, like the people get like pinpointed and just very <clears throat> small and. Yeah, right. and no, everybody knows when I'm angry, and I just sit there and I don't say a word. That's another tell. Cause I'm just so quiet. Oh just yeah. Like, I can't talk to you because I'm going to say something. You've never, so ser- you've never seriously gotten mad at me on this show. I don't think. Never. Even though, like, you've you've played a good, uh, you put on a good act, and then we go out well, and we, I can argue, we go out I don't and we chuff butts, mad. and uh, we're like buddy buddy. But and, uh, the one time I thought she was mad is when I brought up her her period, and she she bolted like in the middle of a segment. Well, She's like, "Oh, that gross. was for ratings. That was for ratings." <laughs> For ratings, oh goodness! Um. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Men recap coming up next. Yeah, coming up next. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Want to do this? Yeah, we'll do it now. Want to do this? Yeah, we'll do it now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Scarface was a good movie. Okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, this is the 59th installment of the Lost Dial, powered by All Noise Radio. We play some old school sticks. We'll be back after when Zeus. You're with me, I'm smiling. Give me whoa, 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 your love. Your hands build me up when I'm sinking. Touch me and my troubles obeyed from the moment I saw you. Standing, whoa, 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 alone. You gave all the love that I needed. So shy, like a child who had grown. Hooah. Welcome back, friends and family, to the 59th installment of The Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. We're back. I'm going to hand over this little guy so that we can do uh, one of my favorite little bits. <laughs> so excited. Oh, Wendy loves this. Uh, it'd be, it, would take, it would take way too long for her to catch up on it all because it's not a show that you can uh, 
just liberally jump into, you know? Jump in and watch the stripper scenes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, plus you're way too busy to have time to watch this yeah, show. It's an hour-long show. It's very – got to be involved. Take some time. You know, I don't even watch all of wrestling anymore. I always fall asleep before the end. Oh, wow. I didn't even watch John Cena fight last oh, night. Geez. And it was his birthday. So sorry. All right, so uh, <laughs> welcome to Mad Men Recap, the nerdiest bit we do. We're obsessed. I know a lot of our listeners do watch Mad Men, so I know this is worth doing. And we encourage those that don't watch it to watch it. Unless right, this is it, no, it's, it, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Um, this was a spectacular episode. Uh, the way they did it, I was going to say, I don't know if you've noticed, but they've done this a few times before, the, uh, the chopped up. Like uh, multiple stories all taking place at the same time. Yeah. Uh, over, I, you probably have to tell me spe- specifically which episodes, because I, I don't remember. I know, sure I know they've done it I know before. they've done it two, mo- two other times. The one episode I can think of is the one that... Uh, uh, it starts off with Don in a hotel room, his ass beaten, his face is on the floor, he wakes up. Um, he ended up getting mad at Betty and taking off one night, and uh, he meets up, he picks up these two kids, uh, yeah, and they so go to the remember. hotel room, and they give him something, and right. he uh, wakes up. And yeah, they him. rob him. They leave him his, his car keys, though, I think. It's the only thing that they leave him, which is nice. Yeah. So Sunday nights was about Peggy, Roger, and Jane. Yes. Who, I forgot who is actually pretty pretty hot. Um, she is. I'm wondering though, is she? There were a couple episodes where they showed Jane really quickly, and I was like, that's not the same Jane. From... Yeah, I, I honestly don't remember her, but they don't show her that much. But, yeah, though. but so... in this episode, because you see her a lot, I'm like, no, that is the same Jane. Just maybe her hair's different or something. Yeah, plus it's been a while since we've seen her. Yeah, she started off as a lonely secretary. Yeah, so but, it's about uh, Peggy, Roger, and Jane. Don and Megan. Yeah. So those are the three main stories, and they have their overlapping moments. Finally, Roger Sterling does drugs. <laughs> he does LSD. Takes a little LSD, and it was amazing. Um, but, it's always uh, kind of funny, though. Whenever they show a character, usually maybe straight-laced or just any any character doing drugs. Peggy uses drugs in this episode, too. Yeah. It's not the first time. She she enjoys puffing the reefer, but uh, she ends up... Uh, yeah, going to the movies that you know her and her boyfriend almost broke up over, mm-hmm. uh, and some guy's smoking weed behind her, and she says, "Hey, you're gonna get in trouble." He says, "Hey, you want some?" She's like, "Yep." Yeah, sure. Takes a few puffs, end up giving him a hand job, and that was the end. Of and that was the end of. Like uh, my <laughs> but the most intriguing part of uh, the Peggy, the Peggy part of the story, was uh, her talking to uh, Ginsburg, right? And what he says is. Uh, one of them moments and they put a good little uh, little tune to it and it just was very like uh, very dramatic you're talking about when um, Ginsburg talks about how he's from a concentration camp right that he was he was possibly born in a concentration camp and he says well that's impossible but it was known to have happened a few times uh, and you know kids live to to talk about it but you'd think you know with that sort of uh, situation how we're you know well, I also you, thought, you'd think pregnant women would probably be the first ones to be you slaughtered. Know, right. And any any child of theirs, you know, the, they wouldn't save it just because it was a child. Right. Uh, not, these were ruthless, especially with Jewish children. But, uh, you know, and then he's like, well, you know, his whole thing about, 
he thinks he's a Martian mm -hmm. living on planet Earth because he doesn't really know where he came from. But he one day got a uh, got a phone call or a message basically from the mother planet telling him to stay put, mm. stay where he is, and that was his only proof or his only uh, word from back home. You know, you know, giving him reason to believe that he he was. Uh, from Mars originally, but that was, it was spooky. It was spooky. Ginsberg's kind of a kind of a little spooky guy. What I liked about that scene was how it focused on his reflection and not yeah. necessarily him. Like yeah. it was shot from the back of his head, but right. his reflection on the window. Um, and it was also a, maybe again a sign of the times where maybe people still didn't believe that the concentration concentration camps were real. Because right, a lot right, of people didn't yeah. believe it back then. Right. So. I mean, because nobody really knew what was going on during the war. They knew of the war. It wasn't until after the war that, you know, uh, you know, they started finding these places. But it was creepy, and it was enough to, to really get Peggy riled up, and she called her, her boyfriend back and said, please come hold me, because what Ginsburg said freaked me out. Right. And the last point, and I'm jumping all the way to the end of the episode, but uh, Burt Cooper putting Don in his place. Yeah, I like that. And you haven't seen anything from Burt Cooper. Not lately, but I think he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. Maybe because you don't see him too much, but he's just—he's eccentric. He's—he's yeah. he's very. He's an eccentric, and he's—he's he's interesting. But uh, you know, Don's like, and really, Don hasn't done anything. He really hasn't been working. as far as the business. He's been on a really extended honeymoon leave, and. Um, you know, and, and their relationship is not much to write home about at this, you know, even in the beginning. I mean, uh, Megan and Don's relationship. Well, I definitely like Megan better than Betty. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she stood up to him. Mm -hmm. I love the thing about the Sherbert. He was upset about she didn't like the Sherbert. So she's like, oh, and she just like started <laughs> devouring the Sherbert to make a point that, you know, he's kind of like a slave driver. Um but it was good. And then, you know, uh, uh, Roger and... Uh, uh, Jane. Yeah, Roger and Jane. She's got some uh, some upscale, like... Uh, um, scholar. Scholar types, friends. yeah. They go to visit. And uh, Roger had no idea that the whole purpose of going and hanging out with these people is they were going to do LSD for the first time. And... I mean, it was very, you know, very professional. It wasn't a bunch of kids dropping acid. It was like, you know, the person who was hosting the party had everybody write out their name and that they were, you know, um, they were on willfully LSD. taking LSD and this is my address in case something happens. But, uh, yeah, Roger's not too impressed until he goes up and he gets a drink. <laughs> and I love the cigarette thing, too. Why would you write that down? That's a confession. Well, they're, you know, they're older well-to-do types and back then i don't yeah, I think, think it was somewhat of a they, they weren't like people with money didn't yet. get in trouble back then for stuff like that so why mm. even bother having them write that down well because in case they wandered out in the street and right. just started you know talking to someone and like i don't know who i am but you know and you're very irresponsible drug users probably mm. that it, it's a safety precaution but i mean like the the show you know it doesn't go into great detail about you know um uh law officials being very lax back then they weren't out looking for drunk drivers mm -hmm. and looking for drug users they kind of i mean maybe they were the younger people the beatniks but like if you had money and you were you know respect dressed types. respectably you know like you know you could you could do whatever you want right? i don't remember from my uh the history channel documentary about when 
drugs became illegal. I don't remember when LSD was. No, at all. At one point, all that stuff was legal. But, right. Um, but you know, especially like, like back in the twenties, though, that was early. Yeah, I mean, the this particular documentary, it it went through all of them and like how it first started, and then when people were using it the most, when it got outlawed, and how it is today. Um, but I don't remember for LSD in particular. But History Channel hasn't been showing anything history-related in a while. So. You remember uh, the episode where when Don was banging Bobby? Yes. And they were out all wasted, and they flipped the car, and he had to call Peggy mm-hmm. to come bail him out. Peggy's a stripper, right? <laughs> no. Peggy's his... Uh, any strippers in the show. Pe- well, she's referring to Megan doing her little... Oh, right, right. Good memory Alec Moi, or whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, like, so, like, whatever, you know, like, pay us, you know. Basically, Peggy came down and paid 40 bucks, and, you know, Don wasn't actually arrested, even though, you know, he put people's lives in danger. He had a passenger in the car. They were wasted. They didn't even put him in a jail cell. He was just sitting there. And uh, Peggy came down, and because Don didn't have any money on him, paid a silence fee, I guess, and they just let him take off. Cars were different back then. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah, Roger's, uh, LSD trip. And basically it all came down to it that, uh, he, I think this is really going to change his life. When he comes in, he's like, attention, I got an announcement to make. It's going to be a wonderful day. And Don's just like all pissed because of what Cooper said to him. But uh, he just breezed over the fact that uh, their marriage. Might right. Be Basically, yeah. without saying, uh, "Hey, we're not. We don't really love each other anymore. This is kind of ridiculous. Let's break up." They both, you know, tripping, just kind of in so many words, were like, "This is over." Mm. And uh, so the next day, uh, Roger gets dressed up. She's like, "Where are you going?" I'm leaving. You know, you can take your time, get your stuff packed up, and we're done. So, too bad. Roger Sterling is going to be out on the market again. But I love that, like, when he first realizes that he's effed up, and the, you know, the music coming out of the the Stoli bottle, Mm -hmm. and then he goes, he lights a cigarette, and the cigarette instantly goes, (laughs) just like, (laughs) done. And he sees uh, all time in the mirror. He sees a World Series game from his bathtub. Yeah, the mirror thing it was good. These like the host of the party's like, don't look in the mirror, and it ends up becoming Don telling him that he's all right. Go to your wife. But that is a uh, that I'll, I'll say it on the air. The first time, the first and the last time I ever did acid. Um, it was fun for the first six hours, and then when my friends left, I was in my apartment by myself. I went to the bathroom, and for the first time that night, I looked into the mirror, and I ended up, it all crashed pretty badly, and I had a major anxiety attack. I thought I was wow. dying. I, like, uh, like I said, I'm not a, not a big fan of psychedelics. I, I do enjoy mushrooms every now and again, but this, I will never do acid again, because, like, as soon as I looked in the mirror, and, uh... I watched myself within a few seconds turn from me. I watched myself age into an old, wrinkled, decrepit man in a couple seconds. And it like started snowing in my bathroom and it just freaked me out so badly that I had a major anxiety attack. It was the first time I ever had like a real anxiety attack. So I thought I was, I thought I was dying. Mm, So, um, but yeah, so that, that made me remember 
my little experience with the mirror thing. It's not very good to look in the mirror. <clears throat> oh, kids, don't do drugs. Right. Overall, <laughs> just lay off drugs. So that wraps up for Mad Men. So yeah, I think I think we covered it all. Pretty much. Wendy's dying over here. So <laughs> cut it, cut it short. That was interesting. You got to admit, oh, it yeah, sounds it like a pretty interesting show. I know we're a couple dorks, and we're like riveting. Riveting. <laughs> it's it's riveting. Like um, uh, Betty the Riveter. What's her name? Rosie the Riveter. Rosie. Yeah, Rosie the Riveter. That's close. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely like I said. I I've been impressed. The the first episode, the two hour premiere, I didn't think was that great. No, no, I just but, had to get you back into the right. flow of things. But um, every episode since then, I think has been exceptional. And I actually got to watch this one live, so I got to hang out with other people <laughs> tweeting about it. And that's usually why I try to avoid it, because I'm not watching it live, and I see things trending on Twitter. I'm like, oh, no, what happened with Pete? And like, I can't read it, because I'll, I'll be spoiling it. But I got to watch it along, so every time they mentioned Roger Sterling, so I'm like... Okay, I see what he's doing now. That's why he's trending. The other thing, uh, Peggy, I mean, she was basically told to, she was put in charge of the Heinz account, and uh, she did a second, you know, pitch mm-hmm. to Heinz, and the guy wasn't, uh, he wasn't too satisfied, and uh, I, Peggy tried pulling a Don, basically, how Don is with, uh, with um, clients that, after so many tries are still unhappy and he's basically like beat it then we've we've put in so much effort and you guys don't like anything that we've come out with why are you even here basically beat it and peggy tried pulling a don and i could feel uh, her frustration backfired big time i could feel her frustration (laughs) it's hard for her i mean you know even even today women are not you know paid as much as men blah 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 blah. you know all these all these right 70 cents on the dollar but you know in the mid early mid uh you know the 60s in general that whole decade um you know with women's lib and everything like you know peggy was lucky to uh catch don's eye and uh have don kind of take her under his wing Hmm. and uh he has since he got married to megan he's kind of put her in charge of all these things and she's you know, trying to do what she's learned from him, and it's because she's a woman, it's not working quite as well. And Don's a Don's a brilliant, brilliant ad man because of how he does what he does, even inter interacting with the clients and, and everything. And you know, she's following in, in his footsteps and doing pretty much everything that he would do, but because she's a woman, it's all backfiring on her. So You'd probably go on for hours, couldn't you? Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll wrap this up. Yeah, no, I love the show. It's it's uh, it's great interpreting it. <clears throat> In a segue of sorts, uh, there was an episode of Jimmy Fallon. Um, I don't know when it originally aired, but it had to be before. Uh, Never really thought Jimmy Fallon was that funny. He has his moments. You, you have to watch the show. I like watching on Friday nights because he has thank you notes. Um, and sometimes his monologue is just funny, or he and Higgins will go off on a... Uh, She's, 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 had a, she's had a long night. Do you think? Uh, do you do you think Jimmy Fallon's funny? He's the guy on. Um, he was on Saturday Night Live. He does Conan's show now. Yeah, he was. He originated on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's I mean, from he's the Tina right. Fey generation. He's all right. Yeah. 
He's yeah. done a few movies. I, I don't think he's that funny. Movies, not really. He's not really that funny. He's in, in the movies. Red Sox movie. Yeah, that Red yeah. Sox movie. I haven't yeah. seen that one actually. So, but um, actually, yeah. Tina Fey was on. Uh, John Slattery was on, and uh, they had uh, what David, Saturday Night Live? No, um, one of these recent episodes of uh, Late Night. Oh. Oh, okay. Fallon. Oh, oh. He had, he had them on guests. guests yeah. And they were also <laughs> a um, guest judges for a fried chicken contest. So mm. Tina Fey, John Slattery, and um, Higgins, who was his sidekick. Because um, Questlove from The Roots mm. and uh, David Chang, they, they both. The Roots fried. is still his house band, right? Yeah. yeah. They still are. Um, there was a contest to see who made the better fried chicken. Yeah. And uh, Questlove lost. So, really? Yes. But um, it was just funny watching them. Much to everybody's eat. surprise. <laughs> no. Well, it made me want to go to. I stereotype uh, even worse. Than... It made me want to go, you know, try them both. Because, I mean, it looked really good. It looked really crunchy. Oh, my God. It just made me so hungry for that. Well, when, you know, the whole Star Trek computer, uh, you know, <laughs> I'd like some fried chicken. <laughs> and it just appears you. like that'll be the day. Because you know you can, you'll be able to taste and and feel what they're doing on TV. There goes your other geek flag, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, no, I don't. I don't try to hide that one too much. Yeah, you don't. Uh, but that actually makes for another segue that I have for my next little bit here. Um, holograms, because we did talk about Tupac uh, last week. They're having a whole tour. They are. That part I, I missed. Oh, you didn't see that? I, I didn't see that oh, part. I thought you were going with that. I thought I stole your the notes. Tupac tour. No, like a hologram tour. They're having like the Beatles, Leonard Skinner, who still plays, so I think that's kind of messed up. But um, the Doors. Well, there's still there's uh, still two Beatles Mozart, alive too. Mm-hmm. Um, Mozart. Mozart. Yep. Uh, Mozart. Um, I don't know. A bunch of people. Mm. Name some dead people. They're probably on it. Are you serious? They're gonna Jimmy do Hendrix, a whole. The doors, they're gonna bring these guys back as holograms and. Which put them I don't on know tour. If I really like think that's that weird. Great. That is weird. That's just, weird. Why don't you just watch it on TV? Like I don't know. It'd be like because well, you get people coming out, and I mean that's I think that's where a lot of artists get their their money from. It's going on tour. The Chochilla hologram tour. Give me a break. I don't <laughs> know about that. Um, There's like 50 bands they're doing it with or something. Wow. I mean, thank God for the the UFO crashing in Roswell, so that we were able to steal some technology and you know advance ourselves. As much as we have in you know the past sixty years, so that's what happened. That's where we got this. Pretty much. One um, was just uh, somebody saw a UFO the other day in uh, Connecticut. Yeah, I had posted that on the Facebook Conne- page. Uh, Lebanon, Connecticut, where my family has a cottage on a lake. Uh, supposedly, Lebanon, Connecticut, is one of the first towns to ever have an official, you know, reported sighting in this country a of a UFO. What this recent one? Yeah. Where was it? In Connecticut. Yeah, the one that I posted, I think it was like in Litchfield, I think. Um, yeah, and they were talking about, right. talking about something being green yeah. underneath. And, like, Did they people, video it? Is there a video no, of it? people from like, they got like reports around the same time from people miles away though. Yeah. Yeah. Even a no state trooper like, reported it. Really? Like just a green light in the sky that was unidentified. And they were blaming it on, I think, a piece of a meteor. Of course. Which, yeah, of course. And like, right. yeah, all right, whatever. Um, so... And I posted, I put that one on because we had recently talked Look about how you're though. trying to. You uh, would probably be very. Yeah, we still got to get him on to uh, talk about that. Pick up your phone. <clears throat> no, that was a crazy little little incident uh, that night. Wait, um, that's on the wall, so you can check that out. Um, <clears throat> but Suge Knight thinks Pac is still alive somewhere. Who does? 
Shug Knight. That's the. Uh, I still think he's alive. Some people have come to terms with it and have accepted that he's gone and dead. Um, I don't know. For a while, I thought he was still alive, but there were too many uh, questionable lyrics with some of his uh, later. And that's what later, people do. They, they on the, yeah, the albums things. that came out after he died, uh, or albums. Maybe he's there were, there just were, like uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Nostradamus. Yeah, I was gonna say Vesuvius. Maybe, maybe he had some powers of uh, telekinesis. Telling the future, yeah, predicting the future, but uh, yeah, some of his some of his uh, lines every now and again in these later release things were like too current. I I admit I don't really listen to him that much, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I mean, I've heard about people saying that before, saying like that's like, just people overanalyzing <clears throat> stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's I wonder if if Biggie and and Tupac weren't killed. Oh, what yeah. what what would their careers be like now? They would, be, would they be as lame as so many of the other no, people that came out of their generation no. that are still putting like, stuff out that are just lame? They'd be like the Snoop Dogs, you know. I think Snoop. Just, I think aging. Snoop, <laughs> yeah, but he's still huge. He still sells out. He's huge. But like, I don't consider him as good as he used to be. Well, nobody's hmm. as good as they used to be when they get older because they run out of things to do. Well, That's what talking, I mean. They say you the need same to thing know, with uh, Jay-Z. Know the He's right... been around for a long time, too. They would be like, yeah, he Jay-Z's, doesn't really Jay-Z's that much kind music. of an exception. There's a, like, there's a few exceptions. He comes out with an album like every five years, though. The Jizz is an exception. Um, He's not like one Most F's an exception. Hmm. There's a few exceptions. If Tupac waited like 10 years and came out with another album, it would be huge. And it'd probably be really good. I'd like to say Outkast's an exception, but they haven't put anything out in a long time, which is all right with me because, yeah, (laughs) very good, very good. I think I think that might be a good thing, you know, like maybe they make us wait for it, or they're just not going to release crap like all these other people that have come out of their their time period continue to do, um, if they're still around, if they're still breathing, you know. So what what is like a a respectable time to wait to put out another album when you know that was good? Hmm. Can I, can actually rival stuff that you've done in the, in in your hate in your golden years. Well, you know, I'm just talking you know about like I mean? for artists that are like out now that maybe just come ri- out. Rival stuff in your golden years because that stuff's already classic. Hmm. Like Snoop Dogg with Jimmy No, but Jesus. I'm not saying I'm not saying make make classic sounding stuff. But well, no, but that it, it wasn't classic sounding when it came out. It was brand new when they came out, but, but it, that's why but everybody... But it was, it was brilliant. Yeah, but that's what everybody loves about you is the stuff you already did, so you can't compare what they came out with now because it's not really known not, by not, the What I'm saying world. is not necessarily compare, but like... Uh, well, an example for um, when Kanye West, Kanye, yes, Kanye West first came out, they considered his first album classic like as soon as it came out. No. And people were saying, oh, wow, this is awesome. Well, that's stupid to consider something classic as soon as it comes out. They're completely... It's it, it's an oxymoron to call. Definition of the word. It's an oxymoron. But look at that, my my wonderful night. What was that one that? Uh, my uh, twisted, beautiful, uh, fan, whatever. Yeah, that dark. was he. He did something a little different there, and that is what I could say. He successfully put out something that rivaled what they might have considered his classic, very early work. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like it. I'm not saying put out something that would be, you know compared to as similar but like you know be like wow this person really still has it you know what i mean mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is actually something uh babbling babs and i were actually discussing earlier today about how um and we're using john legend as an example how he doesn't sound like when he first came out 
and he puts out an album maybe like every three years um and each album sounds different than the last one which i like i like that so and i don't know i'm just saying like how long should someone wait because i think another person at one time i think dmx was coming out with an album every year it depends but look at the beatles they came out with it they were only together for eight years and how many albums did they come out with but they were very successful in you know revolutionizing themselves every album that came out like they continued to change and like rival their early work how is it rival if it's not comparable though you can't compare really old beatles with the newer beatles rivaled it i mean it's it not really two different, completely different styles of music right not competitive because it went from i'm not saying competitive like either just like fun stuff to really serious like hippie smoke some pot what I'm saying is like different. Sorry, I was doing so good. But it was, they could say it's brilliant, just like what they first came out with that got them noticed and got them, you know, so popular to begin with. That stuff was brilliant, but the stuff they're coming out with, you know, six, seven years later is brilliant in a different way, rivals it. That's what I mean by, by rivals you know, their earlier work. Okay, I, I <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? I can understand. Not like, I think, I think the more different it is, the better, because they're, you know, they're... They're, they're growing, they're evolving. Right. Yeah, they're, but sometimes they're, you don't want different stuff. They're reinventing stuff. themselves. And that's, sometimes that's, you don't want different stuff, though. Sometimes you want the same classic. But that's, and I, I think that's, that's where it falls into, like, a fan's opinion. Like, that's... Right. That's, that's where, like, some fans are like, oh, man, I don't like him because they sold out or something. Because they're talking about something different now. Everybody sells out if you want to make money. Yeah, exactly. Which I have no problem with. Um, advertisers, please like, get in touch with us. Dude, <laughs> I, selling out. I used to be a, a huge Wu-Tang fan. Um, since Iron Flag, they've put out quite a few albums. Just, I can't listen to them. Because they just don't sound... You don't like their sound. Even like, like I was like... Um, uh, Bobby Digital, um, the RZA's like first couple like solo albums were incredible. Uh, the Jizza, he's the only one that I can say actually everything that he's put out on his own since the beginning is is amazing because so, he's a genius. Hmm. There's a reason why they call him Jizza the genius because he's a genius, <laughs> and like you learn, like he's like it's like a like a history lesson and a science lesson and a math lesson and a English lesson wrapped into a rap song. Hmm. It's amazing. It's brilliant. I'll have to give it a chance. The Jizzle, I haven't, I haven't never, listen, I've never really listened to it. Listen him. to Liquid Swords. Really listen to Liquid Swords. It's, it's incredible. It's Not amazing. Not just listen, but maybe, really maybe, listen. Maybe episode... There's a big difference. Though. Yes, there is. Maybe episode 30 will be a Liquid Swords episode. Because I, I can't believe you've never really... I never really got into... The, Wu-Tang, like, at all. Wu-Tang! Really. Wu-Tang! Like, I know who they are, I, but... Dude, like, I, was, I was head over heels infatuated with Wu-Tang for a while, but I seriously, like, know. Iron Flag, I wasn't even that impressed with, and that came out, like, right after September 11th, and since then, I haven't really listened to any other stuff, so... A lot of my friends were, because they kept drawing the Wu-Tang symbol on everything, so... <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a break? Um, we can, and uh, I was just trying to stretch the time just a little bit. Oh. We, we ended well, just early. Give me, give me a segment. thumbs up then. Okay, I'll, we'll yeah, do the old-fashioned thumbs up. Thumbs up. Not, well, you can do it, but I, I just have to be the one to actually let him know. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm actually going to be uh, the next artist on my list to really dig into and really listen to is uh, Nas, since yeah. they recently had a behind-the-scenes special on him. 
Nas, Nas was brilliant. Yeah, and I, I really I wanted to experience some of it. Well, he just came out with another album. I'd I have think. to listen to it, I guess. I'm just going to go through the catalog and just listen to it. Just came out? I think so. Maybe it's called The Don. I don't know if that one's... Somebody fact check me on that. Like, you know, listeners, and they can get back to me. But by then, I'll probably already know. But, the Don. Because um, it was on Spotify. The Don Draper. Uh, on Spotify, they have new uh, releases, and that was one of them. So I'm assuming it's a new release. And I heard he was working on a new album. What's his real name? Nazir Jones? Yep. Nazir. They just had his behind the, behind the uh, music special on VH1, which was actually pretty good. A lot of people were talking about it on Twitter. That's how I ended up watching it. Mm. And I realized by watching it, um, him and his brother remind me a lot of a uh, Huey Freeman and Riley from Boondocks. Oh, yeah. So. I thought you were going to say Huey Lewis in the news. No. <laughs> but, um, You're like, wow, they remind you of Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, that, that's what they remind me That's a me stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to know if anybody agrees, so let me know. I'm going to have to check out this, the Don. I agree with nothing. <clears throat> you agree with nothing. Nothing. She's a nihilist. <laughs> the river? That, that's how that's pronounced? Nihilist. Like no, the river? Nihilist. I don't know. We'll discuss it later. Liquid Swords coming up, episode 30. <laughs> this is episode 29 of Lost Isle. Uh, Lost and Paul. Yeah. Almost ready to go.